0: You got three things in life when you're born. What your mama tells you, what the streets teach you, and what the future holds.
1: Which no one knows. That's the one you got control of. Way more chemical than political. PTSD from what I weighed on the digital. It was snowfall, and Reagan gave me the visual. Obama opened his doors knowing I was a criminal. Welcome back snow school man after the week hiatus for easter man schedules just didn't align man and i couldn't get an episode out to you guys last week so i do apologize about that first and foremost and do want you guys know i appreciate coming back rocking with us for episode eight betrayal this one got good man this is the to me probably the standout episode of the season if you know know what this is Welcome to Snow School. I am Spike Lou, man. I'm joined by my man, Animal Brown. How are you today, sir?
0: Can't complain, man. Glad to be here.
1: Glad to have you, man. It's the first time you got to jump on this joint, man. I'm going to bring you back for the finale. We're going to cook up something real good for him. If you guys know us from On Deck TV podcast fame, the big show. Check us out every Wednesday, man. We're going to be back in rotation this week, man, taking a two week break. Uh, but this is Snow School, where we break down FX's series, Snowfall, scene-by-scene scene breakdown is what we give to you, just giving you our thoughts on the show. At the end, we're going to give you the MVP of the episode. we also going to give you our grade for the episode and the thoughts on what's coming up next week, man. We only got two episodes to go. So, mm-hmm. AB, man, Episode 8, Betrayal. Before we get into that, as I said in my long-winded intro there, I um, didn't get the episode of Snow School out last week. Episode seven, man, a lot went on, a big setup episode. We got some notes from it, man. Do you have anything specifically that you want to hit on for that episode since we missed before we get into episode eight?
0: Yeah, I think something that uh, was real low key in that episode, but turned out in episode eight to be a big deal was uh, Peaches and Franklin getting followed. Mm. I thought when I seen that that they downplayed that I was like, "Hey, hold on though, like who was that though?" Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 Franklin was trying to act <laughs> like it was just some random. Was they black? Oh, okay, is it somebody? Yeah. trying to figure out who the plug is. So, and like I, that's it.
0: I was like, "Wait, whoa, <laughs> nigga, you might want to like do some research into what the yeah. fuck that was, because." They was like, I, I thought that was a sleeper aspect of episode seven. Um, And, that, and of course, it turned around to bite him in their ass in episode eight. But I'm sure Facts. we'll get
1: to that. And, and, and there's two things that I took from that. One, when there's a lot going on, like clearly in this point of the series that they are, Franklin just kind of put it to the back burner because he had to. Like he had to go meet Reed. Like it was a lot of other shit that he had to handle that was more pressing. I feel like that may have been one. And then two... Maybe they're not doing a good job of saying it because that came back up in this episode that we'll get to are a lot of niggas trying to get the plug other than man boy like his niggas is, is it like a big fish fest out here where niggas like man I got to find Franklin plug they ain't really done a good job of that so you did I agree with you there.
0: Yeah, he, he he might he might have just said that just because the position that he's in, he's assuming that there are a number of people that are just trying to get the plug. Like he's probably like, ah, this nigga's trying to get the plug. You know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of like he's the fifteenth nigga to say, I'm trying or threaten him about the plug. He's kind of like he's kind of desensitized to it, yeah. but he definitely should have paid more attention to that.
1: Facts, and we will see that more in this episode, man. To start off. My takeaway from episode seven, man, uh, that was obviously the episode when Alton Franklin's dad went ahead and um, let the reporter, Irene, know everything, the whole CIA layout. Then he came home and he told Franklin that he did it or whatnot. They had the big argument. Franklin kicks him out of the house after he smacks him with the strap. Yeah. Now, it's only so far I can go and and suspended my belief in this because Alton should have beat the shit out of Franklin like like plug or whatever my nigga you on a cane i'm gonna take that cane and that strap and i'm gonna whoop you before i leave up out of here just to let you know who your dad is nigga you might got money you might be the plug and all that my nigga but ain't no way i'm gonna let a nigga limping around do me like that do you have thoughts on that i mean
0: you could be the dad and shit but you're not the boss though Man, not the boss, Franklin,
1: Franklin the boss. Yeah, that's cool and all, but you ain't finna just disrespect me on one leg, though. Like, I gotta be a man. something Like, man, you not just gonna smack me with the strap, nigga. You can barely stand up, bro. Like, I promise you, you not. Like, I'm just, you just have to kill me. I'm just going out today, because I ain't no way I'm letting you do me like it on the cane, bro. Like, I would've whooped his ass with that cane. I just got it all out, my nigga. Sissy would've had to get me up off of Franklin. The Peaches would've had to come save that nigga or something. Was, Ain't no way you're just doing me like that, though.
0: Was there a piece of you that thought he was going to shoot him?
1: Did I did think that? that. I did kind of think that he was going to shoot him and they was going to kind of turn him into be this. Because the two people that he would have killed would be Andre and his dad. And that's kind of that's weird. That, yeah, that, that would be some weird, weird shit uh, with all the other stuff that he did hesitated to do in the streets. So
0: I will say this, though. I, I know people are mad at Alton. But I I I understand his logic of because he's he's seeing the effects of these things running the home and stuff that he's running, yeah. So he he's seeing the effects and he thinks in his head that all he's got to do is have, um, um, Fra- um, Franklin stop and then that'll and everything will go back to normal. Like no, nah, bro, it's it ain't too deep like Omar Epps now at this point.
1: Facts. Hey, you. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not as mad as Alton as the backlash that I've seen out there, like the idea is not bad. Like my nigga, it's time to hang it up. Like in like, theory, he's but not he, he's right.
0: not saying that as you're, you're thinking it's time to hang it up. Cause we got paper and we straight, he's no, no, trying no. to hang it up to stop what, what it's doing to the community though.
1: That's what I was saying. I just wow. that I was getting to like, he's been through this, like he has been through the Panther party. He's been fighting for the revolution for years. So when a nigga come tell me, Hey man, the water's getting too hot. It don't matter how much money you got. It don't matter that. Like, what matters is is you're gonna make it out of this alive. And I'm seeing that the water's boiling, my nigga. So when he's telling you, hey, let's hang it up let's get out, Franklin should do a better job of listening. Alden need to do a better job of selling it too. Like my nigga, yeah, I guess he just took his last resort and went to tell the newspaper later bit. I, I'm I'm not mad at him saying get out at this point, and not just because of the paper, like you said, but because like he knows he should he knows from experience. Like this ain't his first rodeo.
0: We gotta remember the two, these are the first crack dealers, though. Yes. So we we have the hindsight. Our hindsight is twenty twenty because we know where all this leads to. Yeah. They don't necessarily know that. They may feel like the walls are closing in and it's getting hot, but they don't know, know where this leads up to. Like, it, let's keep it a stack. They're, that's they're fair to, this. to.
1: That's fair to a point, and that will go and it will hamper a lot of drug kingpins reign because even though you say, like you said, Franklin's the first, there's a common sense about when you're breaking the law, whether it's selling drugs, stealing cars, killing people, you know when it's getting too hot out. (laughs) Like you do, it's just like if you a criminal, you you should be able to pick up on that. And like you said, they are the first drug dealers, but y'all niggas is criminals and y'all should know when the fucking walls is closing in on y'all. Like y'all ain't the first criminals in the world.
0: You could say that about all criminals that are currently locked up and in that's jail. That's why they get
1: called. <laughs> exactly. Y'all should have known
0: Niggas but they never understood knew.
1: and got out of there. Yeah. But look, that's what we have to give you for episode 7, man. Again, we appreciate you joining us back after that hiatus. We're going to call it an Easter break, man. So for episode 8, we're starting with Teddy out in the jungle. He walks up to the campsite, he sees that everything has been ambushed, uh people are dead, and he gets hit by a shovel. I know you and Jay Ho were going back and forth in the group chat about Teddy's storyline. Tell me, AB, how you feel uh, where we are with Teddy.
0: First of all, every time you say when you say people are dead, I immediately think of that movie from the two thousands. What was that? Wrong turn. (laughs) Wrong turn. (laughs) Hey, y'all haven't seen (laughs) Wrong Turn, dude. It's a part that is so fucking funny With the police dude pull up Damn. and they trying to flag the police. They're like, yo, like, nigga, get in the car. Let's turn around. He like, why? And somebody because like, people, people are dead. dead. People Boom. are dead. And then somebody, and then the killer nigga shoot like an arrow straight through his face. It's the funniest shit ever. Anyway.
1: Really good scene.
0: That was a good scene. Uh, not a good scene is this Teddy shit. Man, go ahead and wake me up when this entire Teddy storyline is over. Uh, I'm so not invested in it. It's the weakest link of this entire show. Mm. Um, But I understand it's an important link, obviously, because it's the CIA, it's the war, it's all of that good shit. The actor is fine and all. I'm not mad at him. It's just that the storyline is doing nothing for me. Everything else is much more interesting. So, I, I'm when anytime he comes on screen, I'm just ready for the to progress. Go back to South Central LA, dude. Like, let me get back to that storyline <laughs> with the reporter, with the dad, with Franklin, with man, boy, any one of them. Pick a storyline, dude. And it's I'd rather 10. see that.
1: Um, I, I kind of agree with you, it's needed. The slow spiral is killing me, though. We get it, man. We get it. He's spiraling out of control. Things are not going his way. He's having a long fucking day. He may possibly have a coke problem. We get it. They've yeah. done a very good job in this series of spelling that out for us. For me, the problem lies as to, OK, what's going to happen from it? Right. I'll need you to visit in with read every episode for the last eight episodes and trickle it down to the big blow up. Like, just give me the big blow up, I guess I would say. And like you say, the actor's doing a great job. I understand the importance of the storyline, but I just don't need the slow burn. Like, I feel like that he's a a lot more effective as an actor. They could have threw more shit in there for him to do. But that storyline right there just is not doing it for me. I like the interactions
0: between him and Franklin more than when he's off on his own thing.
1: He does. He plays his part, probably the best of anyone in this show, I think. But he just hasn't had a chance to play his part. Like, the yep. scenes with Avi earlier this season were great. The conversations yep. with Franklin, uh, even the last episode that I did when Oso was was tripping, he had had a conversation when he picked him up out of jail. Like, he's doing a great job yeah. when he's interacting with people out here in the woods and drinking yes. by himself on the couch and, like, get the fuck out of here, man. get incredible. it. It's a hard job. We understand. Yeah, we get it. We get it. It's a hard fucking job, dude. Uh, next, we go to the barbershop and we have Man Boy and people in the uh, barbershop getting the news, reading the newspaper, having barbershop talk as people do about the CIA and Franklin and the whole story that Alton leak Did you get anything from this scene and Man Boy and his interpretation of what was going on?
0: Um, not too much. I, I like that they showed... Um they showed just everyone's perspective of, from reading it and they showed how news would travel back then. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously there was no tweets. <laughs> there was no IG post. <laughs> so this is how you got your news. Everybody read the paper. And I just like seeing everyone's kind of vantage point of it and how they're, how they're taking the news in. Um, I, I I thought that was interesting. And I thought that was good to show. Like you said, they show Manboy and Scully talking about it and as well as the barbershop. So that, that, that was cool. But, uh, nothing nothing too specific to take away,
1: though. Yeah, no big takeaways other than Man Boy's new hideout it is the barbershop. They kept referencing that in the episode. I feel like it was kind of weird. Uh, just yeah. The barbershop, the barbershop. And it's the first time we've heard of the barbershop. Everybody else know about the barbershop. But, yeah, the information sped, spreading across the hood, I think this was a good way of showing it, how one person talking about the CIA and they brought Jim mm-hmm. Jones up, just mm-hmm. normal barbershop talk. That was great as far as how they relayed that and how it would happen back in that day, and people getting that information. So I thought they did a great job of that. Mm-hmm. We go from there to Franklin and his family discussing the article and people giving their feedback. Jerome is obviously fed up at this point. He he don't know what to do. Louis is scared. They're not, they haven't heard from Reed. This is a point, a breaking point, an important point for the whole family as far as their trust in Franklin. And we get one of the famous Franklin speeches, like similar to the one we had in the car with Leon. Mm -hmm. And my question to you. Are those still impactful? Are those still hitting for you? Is Franklin still effective as the orator of the group and getting the message across? of Hey, we need to keep our head down and keep going,
0: man. Those work. Up until more and more bodies, more and more fat backs happen, more and more shots ring out more and more like all of that stuff. When when that begins to happen, those words ring hollow after a while and it's like, bro, all that just sounds cool. But my nigga, I just goddamn it got into a shootout, bro, on the way to <laughs> on, on the way to the crib, fam. And I'm looking on my shoulder. I ain't slept good in years. Like, nigga, I can't even. We got this paper and we can't even really enjoy the fruits of our labor. Outside some fly ass outfits uh, by Jerome and his some wife. Some nice
1: right? rings, too.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I iced That's up, nice. too. Other than that, I really can't enjoy this shit. So, like, the speeches, they starting to sound like Charlie Brown teacher at this point, dog.
1: Yeah, you can tell. I think that you could tell the room nobody was swayed. Like it, it was super effective the first time that we heard it in the car with Leon. I don't give a fuck how a nigga talk to you. I built this shit. All of that was great. Yeah. Now that we're here, like you said, fat back, the, the, the bodies are, are falling. The, you're in the newspaper. The walls are closing in. Motherfuckers like, yeah, prove it to me, my nigga. Like, you sound real good sitting here on this cane saying that you, you don't look as strong as you once were. People need Franklin to start proving it, and I think that you were able to see that in this scene. Unk is really he over. Oh, Unk over Y'all been lying to me. I'm I'm done. I'm done. Unk,
0: Unk really. He, Unk a regular hood nigga, but he really don't have. He don't want to be out here having to shoot niggas in the head and shit. Like he really don't want to have to. Do
1: yeah, exactly. Shit. He an old head, <laughs> head nigga. He wish he didn't have to be doing this, That's but since story. he here, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. He 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 over this shit. <laughs> And, and like I always say, we talked about on several episodes, he was the last nigga that wanted to get in the game. It was Louie and Franklin who, who got it going and went be, he was like, nah, get this shit away from me. Yep. So he's reached his end point. The newspaper is reaping the benefits of the story on one end. They're getting calls from the times. They're getting bottles of champagne sent over to them. They eating good for lunch. Irene trying to keep her head down to report and keep going. This is one end of it. Also on the other end, they're getting pressure from the government, uh, as far as one of the other reporters says. But while all of this is going on, she gets a phone call from Franklin. Mm-hmm. Franklin wants to meet with her. Were you expecting this conversation and expecting them to talk and this to happen?
0: Yeah, yeah. Franklin, Franklin likes to take he likes to take charge, right? He likes to take the wheel. So th- this is not surprising. I knew that was coming. And he wants to know who he's dealing with, too, so he can analyze the situation. Like, dude is smart. He analytical. So he wants to see who it is he's dealing with and what their motivations are. And so, yeah, that, that, that made sense to me for him to do that.
1: It did. And, and I, I figured it would come maybe closer to the last episode. I thought it would be a bigger conversation. But I, 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 I already know what's going to happen
0: last episode. With, with, oh with Don't even okay. worry about it.
1: OK, we'll see. <laughs> Uh, i'll let you get to that later uh but i do like you said i thought that this would happen later i didn't think that this conversation was really that big as i expected it to be and we'll get to that at some point in this episode when we pull up on it next uh we have a big reveal uh big reveal franklin's boo thing t is a double agent she's working for man boy it's finally been revealed my question to you did you see this coming a mile away as a man that watches a lot of TV or did they do a great job of hiding this until this moment
0: saw it coming two miles away
1: really you thought that you thought that she was working for man boy or there was something suspicious about her
0: I thought there was something suspicious
1: okay and- I, I'm
0: not gonna I ain't gonna act like I thought this was the actual thing but I, I thought she was shoehorned into the series more and more and I was thinking to myself what's her purpose? because up until this point she hasn't really had that big of a role. And so if any any type of mystery movie, any type of who done it, all you have to do is look at the person who nobody no one is in the movie or series for no reason. And so if someone is in the cut and it seems like they're there and for no reason, there's usually a hidden agenda. And so that's why I'm, it wasn't surprising at all that she was a double agent, so to speak. But I didn't see the specifically her working for Manboy coming. I just thought she would be a bigger part of the story and somehow and before the season ended. So and then we had this
1: big facts. So. I agree with you. We all thought that there was something suspicious about Tia. I I couldn't put my hand on it. I had a wild theory that I got from Facebook that she was a reporter's daughter because she looks blazing.
0: Oh, Uh, shit.
1: It was a wild theory. It kind of made sense. And I thought that there was some kind of tie to way together. But if you listen to Snow School and you know Big Jeff, Big Jeff has been on here. He called this. Mm. Jeff had the golden eye. He said that T was chilling on the couch with man boy in one of the previous episodes. Uh, I think when Dude got killed, when they came and uh, snatched your boy up to went outside where old gal was getting ahead. Yep. Uh, Dude from his crew. He said that she was sitting on the uh, couch with man boy when he said, Hey, I got my own right here. That's cool of you to offer or whatever.
0: I got to run that back to, I I never
1: ran it back to verify, but he definitely called that a long, I want to say two, three episodes ago that it was man boys girl. So Mm -hmm. shout out to big Jeff. I'm going to give you your props on that. Um, I think that they did a pretty good job of concealing it. it. It was a good payoff because like you said, if you watch anything suspicion oriented TV movies, you knew that she's there for a reason. I couldn't put my finger on it. Like I said, my theory was that she was somehow kind of, kind of way related to the reporter. Her being tied into man, boy, is a uh, simpler string to tie. So I get it. I definitely get that. I didn't think that it would be tied up at the end of this episode, which we'll get into. Uh, but it was effective. I liked it. Uh, it. It it made sense and gave kind of satisfied that itch that you had. to like, what the fuck is she doing here? Exactly. Because she had not done anything up until that point
0: because she seemed hella random like oh when they get tight like nobody really talked about it it was just like oh okay okay like all right so it paid off
1: out of the blue it did pay off so we go from there back to your favorite character and storyline so far my guy reed is back in the jungle and he realizes that his contact for the contras is dead Now, okay, they've ran us into the ground. We realize there's a slow trickle to what's going on with Reed. But I do have a question that I want to know as a fellow watcher of the show from you. Are they doing a good job of showing you that this shit that Reed got going on with the CIA and the Contras, that this is getting out of hand and he no longer has control and he's about and shit's about to hit the fan? Are they doing a good job of showing that for you?
0: Yeah, aside from it not being hella interesting, you do get that feeling that he's losing his grip, though. So I give him that. You know what I'm saying? But because he what is he looking for? The guns or where? He's
1: looking for his his person inside there. And this person Mm -hmm. inside there would be like like the girl. He said her name, but that's his like Liaison. liaison or whatever it may be. And I think that she was giving him the coke for a certain price and it was coming through that That village. I don't know, man. They they haven't done a a good job of telling like other than she was his contact. She was his contact and she got killed. Yeah, there's a lot going on and it seems to be a lot going on fucked up for Reed, but it is not clear. You're right. Everything else has a pretty clear picture. And maybe they'll spend these next episodes showing it to us, which I'm not looking forward to. (laughs) Uh, Next. After he wakes up in the jungle, he realizes contact is dead. Reed handles excuse me, Read handlers. They come to see him. They want to get into the office. Ojo plays such a good role at this. Sulking around, not saying much. Snarky one-liners. I mean, no, I guess they don't want you in there if you don't have a key. That was a great scene for me. Uh, what about for you?
0: No, nah, it wasn't. It was sleep. You didn't like that? I like nah. that, man. What, nah, even I... though I do like Ojo, though, but no. <laughs>
1: bro. You're Look, not fucking uh,
0: with Ojo either? No, nah, I said I like him, though. Okay. Nah, i fuck with him. i that fuck with him. Work. What, what he got going on, is just it's just the reason. And I don't want to be the dead horse, but that that storyline is trash, bro.
1: Yeah, I and mean, I think this is adding fuel to the fire if she wanted the the it's getting hot. Like somebody gotta keep sending him over there. And that's the reason that they should wanted the temperatures turning up there. Now um, I, I do
0: have a prediction that I will don't let me forget of okay. what will turn up his storyline though, but we'll talk about that at the end. Don't okay. let me forget that though.
1: Gotcha. Number nine. Night scene, Irene meets with Franklin and they have a conversation about the article and part two of it and information that Franklin could give to her. And Franklin tells her to be careful because, of course, she's dealing with the CIA. My question after this scene is, do you think Franklin did a good job of persuading her to lead this shit along? I
0: mean, he tried. Give him an e for effort, but she wasn't stunned. That shit, though. Like she's hell bit. She has been working her whole life on shit like this, dude. There's nothing. A nigga on a cane. A young nigga on a cane. Like that's not going to scare her, dude. She she seems to be like delusionally like (laughs) having. She has no fear, even though she probably should. Um, So you know, it did. It didn't work. She wasn't stunned him at all.
1: Yeah, I don't think that Franklin was very persuasive here. Mm. Like, either you come with some big goons from the projects to kind of let her know that this could happen to you, or you come with a big stack of money. And like, hey, look, how much is it going to cost for you to shut the fuck that up?
0: That wouldn't help either, though. She's not motivated by that.
1: Money only works
0: for people who are motivated by it, though.
1: Man, this bitch... Like, well, <laughs> that's fair. But this bitch living in a library, like, across the street from a shelter, books, like, to the fucking ceiling in her home like she clearly doesn't live a great life so if he was influential in telling her hey man money can help you like regardless to what you believe it can help you way more than this CIA story and a Pulitzer Prize or Pulitzer Prize or however you pronounce it but I promise you this big stack of money can help you and there's more where it came from so I, I just don't think that Franklin was doing a great job of being persuasive and letting her know the other options that she has have to shut the fuck up and things that will help her out.
0: Yeah, well, he don't really want to do nothing to her, man. He just trying. he's just trying to get the. He,
1: he don't just, redo.
0: wow well, I mean, yeah, for sure.
1: And but that's another thing we didn't get to talk about on the last episode since we missed it. He was pressing the dad like he was gonna do. What's the reporter's name? What's that's her true. name? Tell me her name, Alton. That's, that's true. true. Disrespectful the nigga calling his daddy Alton. That's funny as hell. <laughs> Speaking of Alton, Alton surprises sissy. And he comes to offer her a way out. I got fake passports. We can go to Cuba. We got money. We can live the second half of our life in greatness and not worry about crack, Franklin, or anything of that sort. My question to you, is this an... Did he make a good offer? Did Alton make Sissy a good offer to get away?
0: Yeah, shit, I thought he did. Shit, like, listen... Cuba nice around this time of year, man. you go ahead and
1: dip. You
0: paper it up. You're going to live good. It's basically retire. You're basically retiring.
1: We don't even got a pack. That's exactly. Let's just go. When will the passports be ready? <laughs> like she got her a nice little pretty penny from the real estate. Like they are. The thing that I think that they, I won't say that they don't realize, but I think the thing that they, haven't done a good job of like just taking a look at is it. like they are still they can still leave and get away and get out like all of them louis Unc the Alton now as we see Sissy like everybody they don't got charges pressed on them like it ain't no big investigation right now like all of them can still get out and i think the Alton made a great offer like let's go like shit we got money we can go live in cuba we ain't got to do nothing else yeah, and um I don't think that she responded as he thought that she would. She should have said, Come on, let's go.
0: What wasn't I, I can't remember? Was he saying bring Franklin too? Or he would just nah,
1: he he? Franklin figure that shit out by himself. Look, I tried my nigga. Like,
0: that's that's why she wasn't fucking with,
1: grown. with like, she not was leaving adult. him. Grown, like don't like my nigga. Like he's gonna do what he's gonna do.
0: He can he's, do that because he left early. He yeah, left he had, he
1: had been gone. He know? had like, been gone, ain't gonna leave her baby out there. Like nah. that. that is that that makes perfect sense. Next, we have the CIA handlers. They come back and they're going to get in that office this time. But the problem is that that office that Teddy was keeping locked has been cleared out. Also did his job. We're not going to continue to be the dead horse, as you said. That's clearly something in that office. Also is a great employee, though. I do want to speak to that. One of the great lines of this series He's like, well, you know he works for me, Leo, but I don't i work for him so you need to figure that out with him and i'll help you out from there um next we have jerome and auntie discussing going to fatbacks funeral here we had jerome like i said he's at his wit's end he's over this shit i don't trust any of you motherfuckers because of the cia thing the niggas in the projects got they they trust i trust them more Clearly he's at the end of his rope when you start saying shit like that. <laughs> My question: I think that he's being a little hard on Louie here. Do you agree with that? Or is that reasonable for him to be that upset with her?
0: That's reasonable because like as you alluded to, she's the part of the reason why he into this shit. Mm. And like that see, and, and listen, Jerome should have dropped his nuts early in Ooh. season one and put his foot down and been like, look, God damn it, Louie, we're not doing this shit. And y'all ass wouldn't be in this predicament, sir. So he can, uh, he can only be, but so upset. Um, I did think that this was foreshadowing at its finest. We all yeah, knew what was going to yeah. happen. Fatback's funeral.
1: Definitely. Tell knew that you know,
0: that happened. wasn't going to be good. We just didn't know who it wasn't going to be good
1: for. They were uh, spelling but, it out.
0: Yeah, but I, but, Again, I, I, I get it. He That was a poor decision on his part, though. He let his emotions get the best of him.
1: I think he meant a little hard on Louis, man. Like, nigga, you, you... Although you didn't want to get into this, you a big, grown-ass man, my nigga. You got jamming Jerome's. You got jewelry on, my nigga. You living the life, too. Quit pointing the finger to everybody like, oh, y'all made me do this, nigga. You enjoying selling this dope, too, brother.
0: Mm, yeah. Lose
1: flash, my nigga. So... Uh, I get him being mad about not knowing about the CIA. But as a man, a grown man in the, in the game, at the end, he got to understand, man, the less people know about this, the better. Like you you should be able to understand some stuff, even though you don't like it, even though it may hurt your pride. For business sake, you should understand what's going on here. And I think he's being a little hard on Louie. Like she kept y'all afloat, honestly. She's she been is being doing her thing.
0: She is being realistic about the position at the end. Yeah, like she kind of realized that they are in too deep. So like we got to kind of ride this on out the smartest way possible.
1: She knew, nigga. We didn't tell you because you gonna be running around acting like this. Oh, I, I can't, can't trust you. nobody. God, all conspiracy, nigga. Shut up. <laughs> we didn't tell your motherfucking ass at first, nigga. Uh, so next we got Teddy back in the jungle, and yeah, <laughs> he feels sorry for his role that he's played in this. He offers the girl some money to go to town. Here, I'll put on my my uh, my uh meme with the African Kofi, with the, the beam eyes that you guys have seen, and I'll say this. It's ironic that Teddy feels sorry for those people out in the jungle that are getting killed behind this, but he doesn't give a fuck about the people that are dying in South Central LA, where he's bringing the drug to. Like, he ain't he ain't showed that type of concern and tears for nobody that got killed in the Crip and Blood War that Franklin brought to him and nobody that got killed or anybody, uh, any of the girls that he's killed. Like, the the compassion that he has for these people out here in the middle of the jungle was baffling to me, and it would it, that made me think of, like, nigga, all of these people are dying where you're from, and you don't give a fuck about them like that.
0: Yeah. Did you get
1: that from there, or did I have my black hat, goofy, my African kofi on?
0: No, nah, that makes sense, though. It makes sense. Um, I, I, is it because the jungle shit is more in front of him? or and, and the, and the L.A. Right shit off. is out of sight, out of mind?
1: Yeah, he see that right off. Head. That's a great point. Yeah, That is a great point, but he needs to consider that after crying for the people in that jungle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, we have Franklin. He meets uh, with his uh, girlfriend and man boy spies as she tries to find a loose thread in, in what's going on. Now, at this point, with this meeting and, and she telling Franklin, oh uh, you need anything, baby and does she seem suspicious? Do you think that Franklin notices what's going on here or do you think that he's still in the blue about her being a double agent?
0: No, still I don't think he he read anything into that. Um, I didn't get that vibe. She was kind of just playing her role. I don't think she was doing too much. I think she was just, she she playing her role. She playing well. And so I think he was falling into that. I don't think he suspected anything yet. Mm, Not right here. That's
1: fair. She seemed a little suspicious to me, but again, we have the knowledge of knowing that's probably why.
0: Um, Exactly.
1: Next, back to Teddy in the jungle. (laughs) Yay, let's go. Teddy in the jungle. God damn it. We got to have a theme for this or something. No, but the lady took the money and she went, to live a whole nother life to teddy off of her so happy for her man after her whole village was slaughtered (laughs) (laughs) next next sissy is visited by a man with a nice set of hair man i know you wish that you had this man's hair Uh, but he uh, works for rep paul davis and he brings franklin's quote-unquote gift back to her which is an envelope full of money and tells sissy that they are no longer interested in working with franklin Of course, this is backlash coming from the article. Did you see this coming?
0: I didn't, but that was very noble of him because he could have took the cash and kept it. But I feel like he's trying to keep his hands clean. So,
1: yeah, you don't want no
0: parts of that shit.
1: And even though it's probably untraceable, they can still be like, well, we donated this. And he can be like, no, you didn't. gave that shit back to you, drug dealer. So I (laughs) think... I think Paul Davis wiping his hands clean, and this this really smacks Sissy in the face, though. Like this yeah. makes her realize, like that the work that you've been putting in, the plan that you thought you had, the uh, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow is really, really far fetched.
0: Now, like, now, now she's seeing Cuba.
1: Yeah, now Cuba should they Her next call should have been to Alton. You still got them passports? <laughs> I'm pulling up. I'll be in a minute, dude. I'll call Franklin from the plane. Now, uh, next, we have Irene. Irene back at the newspaper, and she's arguing with her bosses about outing Reed's name. They're vehemently against that. And then the IRS comes in, excuse me, not the IRS, CIA comes in. They want to speak to Irene's boss. Are we supposed to take it that he was fired here, that she's caused a ruckus within the newspaper? How did you take this thing? I
0: think this was just like, Showing you how it was back then, like we're not gonna talk to the gal, we're gonna go straight to the head nigga in charge.
1: Like, mm. We're not talking to you.
0: That, that's where that's the vibe it gave me. Like every other, like more, like TV shows like Mad Men and stuff like that. Like it's like all white males who run mm. shit, mm. and so it's like we talking to them. Like fuck, you ain't talking about nothing. Like we going to the nigga who runs shit. Like they were just kind of dismissing her and like you're not in charge. We're gonna talk to who's in charge, and then we'll we'll see what we need to do from there. That was mm. the vibe I
1: got. Interesting. I didn't I didn't take it that way, but that I definitely see your point. I just took it as um her being a troublemaker. That lady showed her getting fired. I think that they were trying to show a trend of her just being a troublemaker, mm-hmm. bosses going out on a limb for her and then re- having to deal with the backlash of the shit that she does. Like I'm not sure what the lady did, but they kind of alluded to it. Then she got fired, and then now this new person is in, and then this person's about to get fired. So thought that they were speaking on it towards that but you do bring up a great point about them not recognizing females in a position of power then that was a good one. Yeah. It all right a next we got franklin and the crew they're pulling up to fat back's funeral as you said as the forecasting predicted earlier in this episode uh cadiz is there she's lurking the funeral turns out to be a shootout, well, excuse me, not a shootout, a drive-by. Khadija and her two homegirls pull up and Louie, who was not coming to the funeral, decides to come. Her and Jerome had this great embrace and he's happy she's there and of course she gets shot.
0: Of course. Are you surprised? It, it was on some Disney movie, some notebook shit for a second and that oh, didn't straight last Straight
1: out long. of Tyler Perry playbook right there.
0: Man, listen, that didn't last long at all. <laughs> they came through cutting. <laughs> Nigga, like them gals, they on some other shit. And like it's really fucking up what man boy trying to do, you know what I'm saying? But and she, they, they overstepping their boundaries like a motherfucker, but they want shit handled. And we like I said, we knew something was gonna happen at the funeral. That was a little like obvious in my opinion, uh, but I don't. But I don't take that away from the effectiveness of the scene, though. I still was like, damn. I still was fucked up by it because I fucked with Louis Strong.
1: Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite characters. And as you said, it's still effective because of the, the love that you got for Louie and how much you fuck with her. Uh, but it was a good scene overall. Like, you got to have some forecasting, man. You can't. It's very hard to surprise people in TV nowadays as much as people consume. So I, I'm I'm not complaining about it at all, uh, just giving them a hard time more so. But it was great. Um, like you said, I'm You root, re- rooting for Louie. You hoping it, it ain't her to get shot. Uh, And these bitches is bad as far as uh, Khadijah, her homegirls. Like, they own it. Like, they own it harder than man, boy. And I don't know what the deal is with Scully. He's let me down this season. (laughs) I thought he was going to be balls to the wall, a terrorizing threat to the whole society. But that has not happened. And we caught him in kind of chill roast. But, uh, yeah, it was a great scene. Uh, Left us with a cliffhanger there. Next, we go to uh um, teddy
0: in the jungle. Now nah, I'm struggling
1: with you. yep, Teddy is back in the no, jungle. <laughs> the family's at the hospital waiting to hear about Louis. Sissy walks in. Uh, she's obviously distraught, she's tired of being at the hospital. And Franklin lets her, she lets Franklin know about the situation with Paul Davis and that she's leaving. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Did you that see that coming?
0: Be. Of course. This this was the straw dog, like camel meat straw. There's been several straws. Uh, you never know which is going to be the one for you, but the, the drive-bys and the, you seeing one of your own getting shot and critical. It's like, all right, man, like, I don't want to be next. Mm. I don't want my son to be next. I don't want my brother to be next. Like, I don't, nobody well, so wants to get shot. Do.
1: Yeah, like, I just got to get out of here. Hope y'all niggas understand and follow me. Oh, um, hey, that's it. When I did jump the gun on that, we'll touch back on it later next we will go to irene she's talking to her ex-husband about dropping the story and then going off of the grid Pam, is this worth it like dude like, is this yeah, like come yeah, on, man. What we doing, dude. What we
0: doing? You got first of all, I saw a meme that said that was Jeezy and his wife in 30 that's years. That's funny.
1: I did see the, the Jeezy and <laughs> Laura May or whatever her Jeannie name is. Genie Ma- like, Jeannie, Jeannie May. May. That's hilarious.
0: That's funny as fuck. That's number one. But Jeez. number two, for her, it is though, because you gotta think of people, bro. It's all about people's motivations, which I think is a good thing to have in this show. You don't want everybody in here to be money driven because that's that's too one-dimensional. You gotta have people, and because this is how it is in the real world. There's people in the real world that aren't motivated by material shit like money and stuff. They're they're motivated by being a part of something bigger, like this story right here. She mm. said it a thousand times. I grew up in this neighborhood. i done the Panthers, and she keeps saying that shit. So it means a lot. So I I think for her character to be this invested, it makes sense. So no, I'm no, no, no. I'm cool with that. The, the, the ex husband, like, fam, for he's t- he. That's why
1: he got out of there. Yeah, that's why he d- divorced.
0: Yeah, he signed the papers, nigga. He was sold to. He like, man, you still on this shit? God damn, I have. He don't want to see nothing bad happen to her though.
1: Yeah, that's true. He still cares about her. Offered her to come live with him. I have a hard time with the obsessive personalities and TV shows, movies, just in general. Like not realizing, like when it gets to a point of just like, dude, give it up, bro. Like this is gonna be your (laughs) demise. You're not familiar. You don't watch The Wire. You're not familiar with McNulty. Uh, but just like those type of people like her, like you've came to a point, fam, you wrote the story, just drop it, bro. Like you, you cash out. You, you, you've made it to the top of it, but Hey, I guess, like you said, the people, different people have different motivations. man. Exactly. Next we have Irene, excuse me. T calls man boy. She gives him an update on what's going on. And she tells man boy that she has a plan. He's super disrespectful to her, man.
0: Yeah.
1: You can tell she a clear little jump off. Um, This plan right here is the plan. You talk about the straw that broke the camel's back. This is the one where she was, she trying to be too smart. She should have let him call the plays and she should have just went out there and been the quarterback. The moment she tried to start coaching is when he started figuring her out. Do we, do we
0: need a background on how they got to this position?
1: Do we need that? He, I think the brother was it. That's why they kept alluding to the brother. He has protection for her brother who's in jail. And that's the reason that they even got tied into it. Either you help me do this with Franklin, I'm going to fuck your brother up, and I'm going to pay you. some money behind you. it, too. Yeah, and I'm going to pay you, too. So yeah. make sure your brother's straight, and I'm going to pay you. Okay, okay. That's yeah. how you got into it. Um, next, we have Reed. He makes it back to his hideout. His CIA handler is there, tells him that they have a problem. Reed also tells him that they have a problem, talking about the Nicaraguan thing, and they talk. That's as much time as we need to spend on that with Reed. Back. Here we go back to the hospital. This is the time now in the scene. I jumped the gun before, but this is when she tells Franklin about Paul Davis pulling it out. And she tells him that she's leaving. And Franklin tries to give another one of his speeches. She's over it. She's not buying it. Uh, do you think his mom is really going to leave? We didn't jump to that earlier, but do you think that she has had enough? Will we see her the next two episodes? Has she called it quits? What do you stand on that?
0: Now, something will happen to where she can't. We know mm-hmm. how this goes. She mm-hmm. may want to, but something will happen in these next two episodes where she's going to have to put the brakes on that. Because I think she's a good part of the story. And I think she's kind of, um, I, I, I think she's holding Franklin down like on the moral tilt. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. she's not a savage. She's just trying to find a way. She's just trying to work in her whole life. Yeah. She's just trying to find a way out. And she's got to, and trying to find her purpose too. So. I think she's a good person to have around. And so I'm really being selfish in saying that she won't leave. Cause I think that would be a, that, that would take a hit on the storyline, but um, yeah, I don't think she's going to dip though.
1: She's definitely the best actor in this series. Um, mm-hmm. So she brings a lot to it. And I think she brings too much to the show to leave. So agree. Something will happen to make her stick around. Mm-hmm. Finally, since he frankly leaves the hospital because he gets a page from Reed he finally hears from Reed. He was worried that Reed had left him out to the Reed meets with him. He wants to talk about the story as far as how we're going to handle this. Did you not see this coming? Also, Reed leaves him with something at the end of that conversation that I thought was interesting when he tells him don't trust anybody uh, and that he's going to be here with him to the end of this thing. Do you believe Reed? Is he being sincere here?
0: This is what makes Reed a good actor, his actor, and like just a good character when he's interacting with Franklin, because you never really know if he's keeping it a stack with him or if he's just doing that Reed thing that he does to save his own ass. That's what makes that so compelling. That's why it doesn't get interesting until they're in the room together. So hell no, I have no idea if this nigga was being serious or not. Probably not. I wouldn't trust him. But like you have to because he's been doing so much for you up until this point, and he's gotten you out of jail and just So like it's like you, he's he, he's got the Carfax to kind of give him some leeway. But now nah, you can't never trust him one hundred percent, though. Hell
1: no. Nah. Except for the fact, and you alluded to it, I haven't given you a reason not to. I I have not given you any reason not to. I got you out of jail murder, like all of this stuff. Nigga, you eating because of me. Your life has changed. I ain't gave you no reason other than we are criminals. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know I'm saying That's so true. you're right. That's what makes it so compelling. That's what's so frustrating about Reed's storyline because you see him with Franklin and you see him with Avi and you see him with also and then you see him out here in the fucking jungle, yeah. like tripping off, like getting knocked out by a shovel. Like that is has been too much of this season. But when he's right here in his bag with Franklin, and like you said, I don't know if he's Reed or Teddy McDonald or who, and is he lying? Does he really got Franklin back? Like He is fascinating yeah. as a character in that role, and that's the reason why this show works, and this is the reason why we haven't given up on Reed's storyline.
0: And real that quick, week. I know he had paged him to hit him up. <clears throat> hey, well, we have pagers and beepers. Did you use a payphone to call somebody back? Or you just wait till you got to somebody crib?
1: Pay phone tough,
0: you use the pay phone, brian never used no power. I just got, I just get a like what, what that gets my house and call somebody back, dude.
1: Well, we used to, I used to have a beeper when we used to go, uh, like skating. So, you, you and your mom would be parents, that's true. Yeah, you that's had true. to get them right on the phone right then. they put that's 911 like something in there, that's and, true. Uh, that's that was the reason for codes and shit, too. Like, motherfuckers would put a code behind it, and if you knew who it was, you knew when you could call them back. That's a you fact. would only call somebody back from a payphone if you didn't know who it was. I put it like that.
0: If it, they had
1: no code behind it, or you weren't familiar with the number, <laughs> those yeah. beeper days, I right. beepers, man. Kids, like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> All right. So Reed, he made it back there. He did that. Him and Franklin had the conversation. Again, that's the best part of this whole series is the Frank interact between Franklin and Reed. So Franklin, he comes back to the hospital. We get an update on Louis. She's in stable condition. T lets Franklin know uh, who shot up the funeral. It was Khadija and her homegirls. And T puts her foot in her mouth, continues to talk about what's going on, offers a plan for mm-hmm. Franklin and man boy and how to stop this. And we see the look on Franklin's face. We kind of get the music and the camera work of what they're doing here. Is this the point that he realizes that she's a double agent?
0: Absolutely. I love how they played it. Shout out to whoever directed this episode. I do not have the name, my apologies, but I love the camera work, how they showed it, how him, even even the non-verbal cues that Franklin be doing be so on point to me, dog. Like he he be in his bag. And I think what triggered it, correct me if I'm wrong though, did she call him by his real name?
1: Yeah, she did. She definitely said y'all know how, um, whatever the fuck, what is that nigga real name?
0: Yeah, she called him by his real name.
1: She said y'all know how he be acting about his uh, dough. And so I,
0: I felt like that was a little bit of a like, mm, or is that me? I feel like it's a red flag slightly.
1: That may have been it. I didn't necessarily pay attention to that as much as why are you making propositions for a nigga that you have you don't even know this nigga. Supposed you're not
0: supposed to know this.
1: Yeah, like why why are you coming to me with a proposition of me giving my plug up to a nigga that like you got no interest in this. Yeah, like that ain't that don't make no sense to me at all. So that would have been a red flag. Like you even having a proposition for this nigga. Like when when did
0: she ever when did she ever gave her input on a on the on the dope game part of shit though i, I, I don't recall that
1: uh i don't think she's really given her input as opposed to she she gave feedback when um, the first thing happened with man boy she claimed that she knew people excuse me, with Manboy and Scully, she had information on what was going on down the streets. Like, her thing was that she was connected. Like, she knew people out in the street and could give Franklin information. She's always been a source of information. Okay. But having enough information to make a proposition on behalf of a nigga that I'm beefing with, like, nah. Yeah. Something going on. That's
0: one, that's, yeah, that's one word too much. Yeah, you like, something You can see going it in on. his face. You he went, was
1: like... Did you, did you, you went one word too far. Yep. I'm looking up who directed this episode. It's Alonzo Alvarez.
0: Shout out you, Alonzo. Yeah, you done your Body that Alvarez. shit. He definitely Appreciate you, soul. <laughs> All
1: right. The next scene we have, uh, after Franklin clearly figures that out, Jerome goes to visit Louis in the hospital. He's visibly shooken. Um, This is the episode for Snowfall of this season that's submitted for the Emmys. You could tell like the extended scenes, the conversations that Franklin's having, the speeches from the main character, the uh this scene where you get the uh Jerome and how he's acting towards Louie in the end scene with the camera work with Jerome and you know him showing the fuck Franklin and shit. Like I just felt like as I got to this scene and seen just Jerome's acting in this, that this was the, the plundium the the top episode or whatever that word is, the top episode of this series. Did you get that from this?
0: Yeah. For, I thought the last five minutes of the episode were spectacular. Facts. Like I, I actually ran the last five minutes back two or three times. I I, th- I loved everything about the last three or four scenes. Thought they were complete. Even the Reed, Reed and Franklin talking was dope. Fire. And then Jerome snapping at the end was dope. All of that was hard. And, of course, we'll get to the very last scene, which was super dope. But, man, when, uh, when Jerome was... <laughs> Man, Jerome was like, that nigga said it asked him, what the what what you finna do, bro. He said, what, you what the you finna fuck do you think we finna do, nigga? We finna go headhunting around this motherfucker. I, said, shit. I fuck with Jerome, dude. He he yeah. a dope character, man. He be having them bars on that man. That nigga was so serious at the end, but he but he still had the hurt in his voice and shit though. Like yeah. he wasn't all he was the way like savage. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. We're gonna go to the project. We're gonna get the killers, <laughs> get the
0: straps. <laughs> we're gonna get the straps.
1: That was a good scene, though. But I think that they put all, all hands on deck this this episode 100%. Now, yeah. from there, we go to Jerome visiting Louis. He's visibly shooken up by him. Reed, breaks into Irene's apartment. This is how you want a motherfucker right here. That this was how dope. you let a motherfucker know I'm not playing no games. That was dope. Uh, He busted in there, him and also they held her down. He shot her up with something, told her she'll wake up tomorrow morning. But tomorrow, with well, the next time I bust up in here, if you can run this story, you won't wake up at all. Do you think that she is this going to do it? Is this enough?
0: No, it's not. What? And now this is going to piss her. this is going to piss her off even more and make her go harder, which will then make Reed actually fulfill his promise that he just made because this is what happened in real life. We know this is a um play on Freeway Ricky Ross. Yeah. We know what happened to the reporter that broke that story. They killed him. Oh no, they said he committed suicide with two shots to his head.
1: He they he was murdered.
0: It clearly. <laughs> so the same thing if they if they're staying true to the source material allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> the same thing going to happen to her, dude. And that Have you seen that
1: movie about all. him? Uh, Have you seen that movie about him? Uh
0: no. Uh what's it's called I, I know what you're talking about, though, but I never saw um uh, it,
1: it's on Netflix. It got our boy in there from the town. He plays him, Jeffrey Renner.
0: Dash, uh, okay, yeah. He played in the yeah. Marvel
1: movies, you too. That's what you probably know him from, but yeah, he, he, he plays him. It,
0: it's a pretty good movie. I it never was, watched it. I was actually surprised they made a movie about this, shit, honestly. But it didn't get good. a lot of pull-up though.
1: No, it didn't. It's pretty good, though. If you got a chance on Netflix, check it out.
0: What's the name of it, though? God damn, we gotta find a name.
1: I would definitely find the name of it before we end this call. Uh, Next, we got Jerome declaring war about Louis. We alluded to this. We'll have to double back down on it. But, man, this is just great acting by the actor who plays Jerome. Man, he's all in. The camera work here, you can tell how pissed off he was. Like, this was great. Um, Next, in the last scene. Franklin impeaches surprise T after she makes a call to Man Boy to give him an update on everything that's going on and that she's got him the plug. Franklin played it just right, walks in on to ask her how long has she been playing him. Mm-hmm. Now it went off. It wasn't no gunshot. No. Nah. Anything. Nah. Did he kill? Is he gonna kill her or is he going to use her to trick Man Boy?
0: He's gonna use her. Uh he gonna get he's he gonna scare her to get the information out. She's gonna give it up because she doesn't want to die. She's gonna give up everything. And I love how he played it, though. He was like, uh "We told Pete just get the car and shit. He, mm-hmm. he couldn't wait to tell that nigga what they were finna do. <laughs> I, was, he, I figured he this out, he
1: couldn't wait to let the nigga know he figured that shit out, nigga. <laughs> he could not wait, because that's the type of nigga Franklin is. That's a fact.
0: That's what I'm saying. So that that was dope. Uh Love that, though. I love how the camera panned, she, and she had that little sigh of relief after she talked to the nigga, thinking shit was cool. Nah, my nigga, like he scared the shit girl. out of her in the
1: room. She was shook.
0: So I had to run it back though. I, I ran it back because I wanted to know exactly what she said on the phone. And um, and she mentioned what would and to see if she could kind of talk her way out of it. No, she can't. Because she on the phone, she said, Hey yo, they mad at y'all, they plotting some shit. And after this, nigga, I better have my money, nigga. Like, that's the first things first. You better pay me for the shit that I'm doing. Like, she that's where she blew it. Up until that point, she may could have snaked her way out of it, but she blew it with that. So if he heard that, then it's a wrap for her. Yeah.
1: And I think he did was able to hear the whole conversation. And I can't wait to see how he plays her. And hopefully, well, not hopefully, but I just can't wait to see how he plays her. The name of that movie and the guy's name that Irene is based on. The guy's name is Gary Webb. He's a journalist. He worked for the San Jose Times. I want to say that it was. Uh, the movie is called Dark Webb.
0: Okay, gotcha. Dark
1: Alliance, Dark Alliance, Dark, Dark
0: Alliance. Okay, okay. Yep. I, ne- I never saw it, but I, if it's on um Netflix, so I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, check
1: it out, it's pretty good. Uh, that was the end of the episode, man. So they left us on a cliffhanger. Only two episodes left, man. I'm going to be here with you guys for the next two episodes. No more weeks offs. I got you for snow school. Uh, we're going to do something special for the season finale, man. We're going to figure that out uh, before we get out of here. I do want to get your grade on the episode and your episode MVP and your predictions. First and foremost, who was your MVP?
0: Uh, my MVP, I, I got to give it to Franklin for being on top of his shit. Mm. Um, again, they show time and time again that he thinks logically. Uh, he doesn't go off emotions. So uh, for him to peep, even though he's, you could argue he's gotten him in this mess, for him to even still peep what's going on, um, I like that he caught that shit. I'm going to go with Franklin, even though uh, you know the episode was fire, so it's a lot of people you can give it to. Who you got?
1: it was a great episode and there are a lot of people that you could give it to i gotta double back down and give it to sissy again uh she did a great job with the scene at alton she did a great job in the uh uh hospital like i just think that she is embodying the, a black mother doing this time frame and i love every second of it uh she's wanted i think once before with me here but yeah that was my my favorite part of it if we're grading the episode man this was it this was the episode of the season for me. I gave it ten out of ten. Mm. Uh, this was perfect. This is this is what this show is about. It was perfect setup to end it out for the next two episodes to close it. Uh, what do you rank the episode one to ten?
0: Uh, yeah. Now this was this was definitely a nine uh, flat. I, I I and I'm only leaving room because I, I have a feeling about what's going to happen with these next two. Mm. Um, the episode before the se- season finale is always the one where shit hits the fan. Uh, and I see, and it's lining up to be that for this particular season as well. So I expect a lot of fireworks in this next episode. I expect it, I expect a lot of shit to hit the fan. And so the penultimate episode is always the one that pops shit off. And that, that's what everything, bro. Sopranos, Breaking Bad. Yeah, like it's Episode everything.
1: nine is always it.
0: That Hey, listen, that is that's always the one. So I'm excited to see what happens. I expect somebody to die, maybe two people. Maybe three. We might the body count might be three at the end of this episode. right? Really? I don't know who, but we'll
1: that leads down. us. That leads us to our predictions. Is that something that you wanted to get into now, or do you want to save that prediction for later?
0: No, I'm gonna give says it, I'm, you. You had
1: something that you wanted to get off.
0: Oh yeah, no, it it was it was the Reed thing. I, I think Reed will kill the reporter in if it at the very end of episode nine.
1: Fucking. Mm.
0: I think that's going to happen. And I think she's going to be one of three people who dies in the next episode.
1: Mm. So you got the reporter. Yeah. Who else?
0: Two more people. I don't know who the two people know will be though. It might be the two girls. It might be. I don't know. But I'm. Looking, I'm. I'm saying I think it's three. looking
1: real strong for Khadija to get took out of. Here.
0: At some point, she got to man. She out of control. Mm. Man, boy might take her. out. Oh, God damn man. I know. Man, that's boy might sister. kill
1: her. Leon. When well, Leon, I think he's his killing day is over with Jerome might catch her, but she's looking like a really strong candidate because she's had such a strong performance in in such a small time. They want to get you invested in that character and then kind of take her out so it won't feel like they're killing just nobody. But (laughs) I do feel like Khadija, the reporter, I think that that's a good one. Um, There'll be a big surprise in one. I just don't want to say. I don't know who that one would be. I don't know that
0: one yet. You you think it might be a main character? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I do.
0: Because
1: uh, they, 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 if if they just were renewed for season five, yes, and I don't think this will probably give a hint to who I think will die. You can't go into season five with the same villains, and I feel like the really? villains are Scully and Man Boy, yeah. And Scully, I feel like, would be an easy one to take out, but even Man Boy, being like so many people have bought into him and people hate him so much, I feel like. At, it would be satisfying for the audience if he was killed.
0: I like his character, though.
1: I love his character. He's probably one of my favorite characters, and I would be very upset. But I do think that that may happen
0: because it see, would be such season. a it would
1: be such an emotional investment from the fans, like Man Boy getting killed.
0: Last season, when Man Boy came on the scene, it seemed like he was just an actor trying to play like a hard nigga from back in the day. Now he's way more believable. He's way mm-hmm. more, like, comfortable in that zone. and He's owning that role. Last season, I was like, man, who is this nigga, bro? <laughs> like,
1: he was kind of overdoing it a little bit. Like, yeah, that's what
0: I'm saying. we was like, he, bro, he's found his, a
1: little bit. He's definitely found a sweet spot. Facts. Facts. This has been another class in session of Snow School, man. We appreciate you guys joining us. We're going to do this every week after Snowfall a scene by scene breakdown, the official unofficial podcast of FX series Snowfall. This is Snow School. I am Spike Lou. I am Animal Brown. And we will holler at you next time. This has been a production of Realville Media. We out. Oh. <laughs>